know how I said that ROH was the best wrestling on the planet last week? This week, not so much. It's actually variable. And that's something that I don't say much about ROH since we returned from uh, lockdown and all of that. The, uh, the first match is okay, but it doesn't really gel so much. It's Kenny King and Dragon Lee versus the Briscoes. So you would expect they, were, they, they are all in this ring experienced and excellent enough to produce something superb. It's okay. Kenny King and the Ungovernables, you know, with Dragon Lee and Roosh, of course, um, are naughty. And when Kenny has Mark in an armbar, he grabs his beard, which is very nice. There's a lovely peon to Cactus Jack in that King is slammed on the outside by Jay. Mark does the bang-bang elbow off the apron. Gives us that. Very nicely done. There is a sweet Jay Spicoli driver on Dragon Lee and gets a long two after an iconoclast. But um, it doesn't really give you the the real energy and the belief in the match that you might like, really. Um, so in the end, you've got Mark on the on the on the outside blocking a Dragon Lee Hurricane Rana. First time it's happened. Apparently, looks good, really. And then um, Kenny tasting a neckbreaker. So, from Jay, so Mark up to the top, distraction, and Flip Gordon comes out, kicks Mark up, kicks Mark, and there's a roll up from Kenny for the pin, and they nick one, of course. This is to determine the number one contenders for the tag team championship. So, it does actually matter, but it doesn't really seem like it's a special match. Eases you in, but what happens afterwards is even worse because EC3 is back. Oh, God, I thought they'd given up on him. I certainly have. As soon as he came to Impact, I gave up on him. He wants to talk to Jay, of course, because they've got previous. And the Briscoes, will they be together or will they disintegrate, is a good side story for this. So if it's facilitating that, I don't mind. But I don't want to see any more EC3 doing his you-have-controlled-your-narrative thing. Tells us how much he 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 respects Um Jay, first of all, he does his kind of what is honour. He says, um, he said, in this degrading, slothful industry. Slothful? I don't think it's slow moving, the wrestling industry, is it? I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's the opposite, isn't it, mate? You might want to have a look. Go and have a look in a dictionary or just put it in Google. Anyway, enough of that. And too much of this, which is Bateman versus Bennett. Now, there's previous because Bennett has had his ankle broken hairline fracture by Vincent Stable. What are they called? The boredom? They should be. This is under relaxed rules. Never explain what that means. I suppose it means they can go out and do things like that. And they do actually do smack each other up quite a lot. There are no real wrestling moves here. They're on the outside. Bennett attacks him straight away. Bateman, of course, is very good on the outside because he's such a naughty gentleman. And you can tell that from his wax moustache. He's actually really good in NJPW. I just don't like him here. And um, there are lots of punches. And a poor uh, Bennett pile driver to end it. 
In the end, Taven comes in. Bennett's saying, yeah, go on, mate. Do that. Go on, yeah. Gets the, gets the wood block. Calls for Vincent. Vincent says, I'm not bothered. Really? And uh, and they attack um, Bateman's foot or his ankle. Because turnabout is fair play and all that kind of stuff. And apparently they've gone to the dark side. I don't care where they go, because I'm not interested in this feud. I'm not bothered about Taven, I never have been. I don't like Vincent, although his promo last the other week was pretty good. Was it last week? Pretty good. But um, I can see what they're doing. It's been done before. And um, Bennett's the only one who's got any heat here. See, this is not going well so far for Ring of Honor this week. So thank goodness for the six-man tag team championship match. Shane Taylor Productions versus Mexi Squad. Yes, that will be Flamita, that will be Ray Oros, and that will be Bandido. It will. And it's big men versus small men. And my God, do they play around with that. Really, really good. First of all, the what the Chain Taylor Productions try to do is to take their high-flying ability away by attacking them on the outside, just beating them up. Take away their instruments and they won't be able to work. Doesn't work because they are able to do it. And more than that, it's... Anyway, let me explain what happens. There is a... Um, Flamita, he and Khan's got some, he's a big man, but he's got some good abs on him, actually. Good specimen. And But he stands with Khan, does Flamita. Very nice to see. Moses is in with Bandido, shows some agility. He's delighted around that. But then Bandido just turns him around uh, and really messes him up to deliver a cutter. Lovely. There is, um, Aurus comes in. For Taylor, because the, the, the nice way they do it is that each of them fight each other. Very nicely booked, so simple, but often not done in that way. So you've got Ray Oros with Taylor, kicks to Taylor, which is very nice. But then Taylor catches him when he tries a Rana attempt from the top. And you know that this is going to happen if you go to those strengths. But Horus hits a Stringboard Tornado DDT on Moses and later on he stands out of the out of the corner out of the top on Bandido's shoulder to Rana Shane Taylor that is very very nice and Taylor actually has to be saved by his two partners a 450 by Flamita sees him really struggling great there's also a triple power bomb on Khan then um, then Oros uses his partner to sweep his leg which is great. He's great. He just grabs onto him. The, the other guy turns around and he sweeps it with his leg. It's lovely. Beautiful. And then Bandido throws Flamita up. It must be 10 feet in the air for the splash. It's great. Very nice. But in the end, there is a Taylor splash on Flamita because they're left in the ring. He kicks out, but then a welcome to the land sees the pin and we know that Shane Taylor is being hot shot a little bit so he should be it's about it about time really um and he's fighting for the world championship next week against Roosh now he won't win I'm sure he won't because the ungovernables have got that heat still but it's going to be a bloody good match that I'd like to see what the ungovernables are going to do to get their um little bit of extra which they always like to as they did this week so this match is fabulous. There's loads I didn't mention. 
lots of high flying action. I usually think when people are coming off the top, yeah, I've seen it before. I tell you what, Mexi Squad do it so well. Beautifully done. There's a slight little wrinkle, slight differences, and they really are all in. This is the kind of energy the first match should have had. Anyway, it saved the hour-long show for me. But really, this is not all that good. Because of this match, you got a 4 out of 5. But only because of the last match. The rest is quite poor. When they, when they try and do the kind of hokey angles which we've seen before, ROH doesn't work. When they try to do the wrestling, it really does work. Simple, isn't it? Hope they'll remember that for next week. Ta-ta.